1: The your perfect home, sweet home. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm
0: just, I'm so delighted to be sitting down with you. You are just a star of the Democratic Party, and I am just so delighted to be sitting here with you because who wasn't rooting for you that I knew? No one. <laughs> that was a very, well, very tight race that you were in.
2: Well, well thank you. Um, it's great to be here, and I'm proud of what Georgia did.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, And now you don't have an election. You don't have a runoff or a special election or any election for the next six years.
2: That's right. My my name was on the ballot five times in two years. So clearly I wanted this doggone job. (laughs) Uh, And finally, I have a six year term.
0: Yeah, that's very, that's very refreshing news for all of us. So we never have to deal with that sort of chicanery again. (laughs) Um, I'm excited that you wrote a book. It's called Put Your Shoes On and Get Ready, which is about you growing up in a household. You were one of 12 children. That's right. And you were number 11?
2: One of 12 children in my family. I'm number 11 out of 12. My parents were both preachers. Clearly, they read the scripture. Be (laughs) be, Be fruitful and multiply.
0: Yeah. It was also nice of you. I mean, did you write a children's book so that uh, Herschel Walker would be able to read it?
2: So, so uh, I, I, have, um, I have two small children. My, my daughter is six, and um, my son is four. And the title of the book, Put Your Shoes On and Get Ready, is something my dad told me every morning. He, he had a fierce work ethic. You didn't sleep late in his house. And every day he said, get up, put shoes on and get ready. And uh, it's something I passed on to my children. And for, for me, it represents preparation, but also a sense of purpose and the recognition that all of us have a place, I believe, in the world. We've got gifts and things we're supposed to do. And uh, I'm fighting every day to make sure that every kid has a place in America.
0: Pretty hard to be able to work across party lines and work with a lot of Republicans that would, would a normal person would think uh, was too hard to work with. People like Ted Cruz, um, you're working with him on something. I know. I, I want to ask you, like, how how do how do you operate that? Like, how does that work for you?
2: Well, I'm a pastor, so you know, I'm used to inviting whosoever will. I'm, I'm used to working with all kinds of folks, and. Um, Uh, I have found that in the Congress, yeah, we have our differences. They're real, but you're right. I I did an amendment with Ted Cruz. He he and I are on the Commerce Committee together. I disagree with him most of the time. Uh, Honestly, some days I'm sitting there listening, like, really? Uh, but, But as it turns out, one day, there was something he wanted to get done that I also wanted to get done. We couldn't get it done in committee. We had to take it to the floor of the Senate. And the night we passed the bipartisan infrastructure bill, he stood on his side of the aisle arguing about why he thought we should do it. I stood up on my side, arguing why I thought we should also do it. And then I closed with words I'd never imagined hearing myself say. In closing, I'd like to associate myself uh, with with the words of the, the senator from Texas. My colleagues, I think half of them didn't know what was in the amendment, but they said, if he's for it and he's for it, let's pass it. It passed overwhelmingly. And um, it's really, it was just an amendment to get us closer to building a highway out that goes through Texas, but it also goes through Georgia. And even in this divided time, I think that there's a highway that runs through our humanity that's bigger than partisan politics. It's certainly bigger than race. And if we build out the highway, everybody can get to where they need to go. I think that's my job as a legislator, and I think that's the job of every citizen, to try to find common ground yeah. to get the work done.
0: And how- yeah. Considering the state of politics and the divisiveness of, uh, you know, where we are right now in this country, how, I mean, are you hopeful about voting rights? I know that's something that you're working hard for and that you're also uh, with police brutality, that uh, you guys had a caucus with the president. How do you see these things playing out in this time?
2: Look, change is slow. It's difficult. It comes and fits and starts, but we have to keep working at it. So I'm, I'm not about to lose hope. I mean, if the preacher loses hope, then we, we, you know, we, we're in a, in a dangerous place. So I, I'm not about to lose hope. Um, I, I was John Lewis's pastor. He didn't have any reason to believe that he could win. I think we look back at the civil rights movement and we act as if these victories were inevitable when in fact they were quite improbable. They, they kept fighting the good fight. He fought until the very end. Who am I to give up? And uh, I was disappointed that we didn't get uh, voting rights done last Congress. Um, But I'm not about uh, to stop fighting. The last time we passed voting rights in this country, uh, it passed under a Republican president. It passed the Senate, I think, 96 to zero. Some of those folks are still in the Congress. And uh, democracy for me is not just one issue alongside other issues. It's the framework in which we get to fight for everything we care about, climate change, uh, the issues around police brutality. Uh, uh, giving people access, affordable health care. All of these things are fought for within the framework of our democracy, and so I'm going to keep fighting until we get voting rights done.
0: speaking on the subject of books, we have a, uh, um, you know, a uh, governor in Florida who is trying to ban books and trying to ban critical race theory. And uh, let's just talk for a second about how damaging that is for little ch- uh, children growing up in this country.
2: Oh, I think I think it's uh, it's quite unfortunate. And we have to reject the idea that our children will be so traumatized by the truth of our complicated American story, that they can't bear it. Um, uh, you know the, the script. Forgive the preacher for quoting scripture, but Jesus said, "You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free." And um, uh, all all stories are complicated. All families have complicated stories, and so does the American family. And all of us have to push back against this idea that education is the enemy. All of us—red, yellow, brown, black, and white. This, uh, black history is the American story. And um, uh, that's why I wrote this book. I deal with the issue of race in this, in this uh, book, so I, I don't know if my book would be banned or not. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I'll tell you, as a dad, I was trying to figure out how to talk to my uh, kids about what I know they will encounter. And um, I, I think I deal with it in a way that honors the legacy of my dad, who, as I talk about in the book, was a, uh, he served in the Army during the World War II era, uh, all stateside. And one day he was asked to give up his seat on a public bus while wearing his soldier's uniform. Uh, For some, the skin he was wearing was more important than the uniform he was wearing, and so he had to give up his seat. That's a part of the American story. But here's the other part of the American story. My dad had to give up his bus seat. Now I have a seat in the United States Senate, a kid who grew up in public. I'm glad to that. That's right. only, right. Only in America. Only in America is my story possible. And we can't give in to the demagogues. We can't give in to those who peddle in division because people who have no vision, traffic and division, We have to fight for that grand American covenant e pluribus unum out of many one. That's what makes our country great and I'm deeply honored to represent uh, the people of Georgia.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the people of Georgia are honored to have you because you instilled so much faith in them when the race was tight and you had another election um, against you-know-who. You said, I believe the people of Georgia will make the right decision, and they did make the right decision. So it all ended up uh, in the the way that it should. And so, yeah, you're a pleasure to have serving in the United States Senate. It's great to watch you.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Shoes on
1: and get ready. It's available now. Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This
2: has been a Comedy Central podcast.
1: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher.